Okay, Larry, it's time for the theme song. If you like to talk to tomatoes, yeah. if a squash can make you smile, if you like to waltz with potatoes, up and down the produce aisle. Have we got a show for you? Broccoli, celery, gotta be veggie tails, llama beans, collard greens, peachy king, veggie tails. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Where's Pod When I'm Scared, a show where everyone has a sabu. Uh, I'm Ashley, and I'm joined by your friend Luke. You can't just say that everybody has a sabu. When the think of all the letters we're gonna get. Where's my Sabu? Why don't I have a Sabu? Come on, Ashley. Sorry. <laughs> Ugh. We don't have a guest this time. <laughs> <laughs> we have no guest this time. Yes. Uh, partially because I thought I should get some guests and then did nothing <laughs> to accomplish <laughs> that goal. Yeah. And, and partially because, ah, you know what? We had two guests. Maybe, maybe we'll do two, two with guests, one with just us. Why not? We should probably not say anything. Nope. Because <laughs> we'll just end up fucking it up. That structure will be broken instantly. Anyhow, we watched another episode of Veggie Tales. Yep, we did. And uh, we're here to talk about that. It's about the, the, the Battle of Jericho. It's called Josh and the Big Wall. So that's such a big wall. The, the wall's so dang big, though. Yeah. How are they going to deal with this big wall? I don't know, Luke. Oh. Well, I guess you, you want to just, just dive in here and figure it out? Yeah, sure. I feel like whenever we don't have a guest to like harass about their religious history, I don't know how to like start this show. Like, hey, what's to do with religion? <laughs> <laughs> How's you and God? Is that good? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we open up on that old kitchen counter. Oh, I did want to say, so I went back and looked at that, like, silly song compilation thing just to see if there was anything worth covering in it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean for that to come out as... The, like, running gag of it is that Larry keeps, like, misunderstanding what it is. He's like, oh, hey, kids, welcome to the first ever VeggieTales exercise video. And he does do a bunch of, like, trampoline aerobics. And the camera pans up to track him jumping. And there's, like, a giant, like, cabinet up there. Okay. So there really is... I feel like we can put it to bed. This is a real kitchen. Or... Okay. If it's a set, it's an extraordinarily elaborate set. Even more so than we ever thought, given what happens in this episode. Yes. There's also uh, a new song in the middle of that called The Pirates You Don't Do Anything. Which I think recurs in the, the movie... Yes. So, figured that was an important thing to to get some basis on. It's, it's a cute song. It's just Larry in a pirate costume in a recliner singing. Yeah, I, I've, I've listened to a lot of the Reliant K cover. <laughs> Great. Fantastic. Uh, not, not really surprising. Yeah. Speaking of Larry not doing anything, he didn't show up to work in this episode. Yeah, he just slept through it. <laughs> like, was Mike Naraki, like... Like sick or something, but I mean, but he's in the episode. Yeah, so I don't know. I guess they just decided that 
in this version of the world, Larry's a, a lazy piece of shit. Well, if you will recall, uh, I posted, I, I posited a theory last time that Larry is uh, losing faith. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And then he doesn't show up. Yeah. And I mean, there's definitely someone that looks like Larry in this episode, but I don't think that's Larry the Cucumber playing a part. Yes. Given uh, <laughs> given so given many things. <laughs> yeah, <I> guess. <laughs> Folks, they figured out another way. Uh, they just won't stop changing the frame. It's... They, they just put this fucking painting up and go, nah, <laughs> we need to change this. It's baffling. God. Uh, but yeah, so filling in for Larry the Cucumber, it's Junior Asparagus. Uh, yes. Also, I, in the video you linked me, it opened up with a thing for a an ad for What's the Big Idea? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is their, like, magazine where it's like, it's got photos of the creators and stuff. And, like, as a kid, that's the last thing. <laughs> like, right? as a very small kid, like, I, the last thing I want to see is the people who make my veggie tales. Yeah. Like, I eventually got to that point where it's like, oh, okay, I know who, like, Bruce Tim is. is. Right, exactly. But, but like, yeah. at the age I would be watching these, could give less a shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and also, it just reminded me that I was given a uh, book by the Arthur dude called What's the Big Deal? Okay. Uh, which was uh, a sex, sex talk book. All right. Wait. <laughs> so it's like Arthur learns about sex? Uh, it is done with Arthur Guy. It's not a, a technically Arthur book. Okay, so it doesn't feature Arthur. It doesn't feature Arthur, but it does feature his dog. That's... Stranger. <laughs> yes. So Arthur's dog learns to fuck? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Basically. He's, the, right. he's present for the discussion. Okay. He's not maybe an active participant. But... All right, sure. Are, are you sure it's not just that that guy draws dogs a certain way? If it is, like, it is very similar dog. Okay, all right. I believe he is also wearing the same collar. Okay, yeah. Which, you that's... know, again, does not prove, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes me feel more sure about this. <laughs> right. <sighs> anyway, Anyhow. Junior Asparagus decides to fill in. <laughs> right, he's filling in. Uh, he's very excited to be here. Yeah, because I guess... He he doesn't get let out into the front of the camera often, <laughs> right? Uh huh. Or when he does, it's it's in you know a story. Yes. Um. But uh, yeah, they Bob has a message from a kid all about how hey someone at school hit him, and he learns in church that you're supposed to love your enemies, but he really wants to fucking hit this kid back. <laughs> but Victor has a dark passenger with him. <laughs> Uh, and Junior's like, yeah, yeah, no, I know how you feel, Victor. Uh, yeah, sometimes I hear I stuff in church, like, and I think that's bullshit, too. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'm like, don't know about this one. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he <laughs> asks Bob if they've got a story about it, and Bob says, oh boy, Dewey, close your eyes. 
go on this magic journey with me. A gale force tornado rips the kitchen apart. And they find themselves in the desert. <laughs> what? Mm. It, <laughs> I, I immediately saw that and I was like, all right, that's what we're doing, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is going to be the episode. Uh-huh. Uh, Junior, Junior asks him, how, where are we? What happened? Bob's answer is, we're using our imaginations. That's a lie. Yeah, that is... Bob just lied to this child. Yeah. In, in teaching him about how we should always do what God says. Yep. Uh, he is yeah, committing he, uh, the sin of lying to children. That's not how imagination works, Bob. Robert. <laughs> So, they can time travel? Can they time travel? I, it seems like they can. Okay. Okay. I guess, alright. <laughs> Again, I, you know, I, I just gotta keep leaning back. We've solved this one. This universe is incoherent. It's, that's, mm-hmm. that's canon. Yes. They're, they're unmoored from <laughs> the docks of reality. Yes, they... Set, set to sea in an ocean of chaos. Yes. Their only, uh, their only uh, thing keeping their head above the water is just a raft called the Bible. Yes, that is all that they can do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they are... Uh, they're checking in on the Israelites. This is... Yeah. Uh, t- to be clear, this is before the events of David and Goliath. Yes. Uh, Bob gives a quick history of, like, uh, Exodus, you know, Moses. Uh, I, I did, like, uh, you know, Bob's like, okay, you know, uh, Moses? And he's like, oh, yeah, the guy parted the Red Sea. Yeah, yeah. And I like that Junior, like, knows, like, a very surface level, like, what a kid would know about yeah, Moses. Yeah, sure. Definitely, definitely. I, Junior saw Prince of Egypt. Yeah, like, yeah, I I saw the poster for that. My parents wouldn't let me see it. I don't know if that movie was out by the time this was made. They didn't like that Jesus was brown. (laughs) That Moses was brown. Yeah, I was going to say, Jesus not in that one. That's what happens. Listen, I corrected myself. Yeah. Um, uh, At some point during all of this... I I guess let's, let's go through the history here. So, yeah, Moses... Frees the slaves from Egypt, parts the Red Sea, and, uh, you know, God is is taking the Israelites to the promised land, but then they don't follow his instructions to go in. Yeah. They're like, mm, those guys are big. <laughs> yeah, they see a bunch of, uh, it's Dave, it, it's the giant pickle from Dave and the Giant Pickle, just copy-pasted in, like, three different costumes. Yeah. One of them is, like, a baby, <laughs> but just as <laughs> big a- as the other two. He's a big baby. He's a real big baby. Uh, <laughs> all right. I, okay. I guess let's start here. We've talked yeah. before about how Nebuchadnezzar looks a little like an anti-Semitic caricature, right? Yes. Moses is definitely Nebuchadnezzar with like a beard, right? Yes. That's all right. I guess I have no further comment. <laughs> Just yeah. worth throwing that out there, I guess. Yes. <sighs> Uh, but then, you know, along a similar track, uh, Junior's like, wait, but 
Oh, aren't they supposed to be God's chosen people? Why didn't they do what he told them? And Bob says, oh, you'd think they would, right? But the Israelites disobeyed God all the time and didn't do what he wanted them to. And this is a tricky needle to thread because that is, in fact, a running theme throughout Mm -hmm. a lot of the Bible. But when it's coming from a Christian source and there's a history of, like, Christians accusing Jewish people of not accepting Jesus as the Messiah... And not listening yeah. to what God told them. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a, there's an undercurrent there that I don't love. Yeah, it's it's one of those problems that like having all of the stories be Old Testament. Yeah, is that all of them are technically Jewish stories, right? And all of that gets that kind of coloring. Yeah. That in maybe defter hands could be avoided. Maybe. But definitely cannot be avoided by Veggie Tales. Right, again, and it's it's just the, the tone of like, boy, you'd think they do what God tells them, but they don't. You yeah, know, it's Yeah. Cause again, that that is a recurring thing throughout these books of the Bible. Like that's so. In, on one hand, that's kind of unavoidable if you're going to tell these stories, but I, I don't know. Yeah, especially we'll get into it. They add in a lot more disobeying of God in this story than there is in the Bible. Yeah, these like basically, if you go by this, no one wanted like everyone wanted to disobey God other than uh, Joshua. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, yeah. At least I I told you before we started recording. I did not read the entire book of Joshua. Um, cause it is, it's pretty dry. It's a lot of, uh, ancient, like, politics and stuff. Uh, but I did read it the It is the prequels of, of <laughs> the Bible. I don't know if I'd go that far, but, uh, you know. It, what it, is the prequels of the Bible? I mean, in what way? <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could technically try to say Old Testament, New Testament. <laughs> yeah, except the Old Testament was written first. Oh, so the New Testament is the prequels. But it's but that's set later. Mm. <laughs> I think I, I think it might be Old Testament's like OT and New Testament is the sequel trilogy. Okay, and we just don't talk about whatever prequel stuff happened. That's apocryphal. I don't I don't think there is a prequel trilogy for <laughs> the Yeah, Bible. I think we all like to think that. Oh god. <laughs> You know what? Maybe the Star Wars franchise can't be laid over everything. Hey, weird. No, you're right. We should have gone with, all right, let's let's do this. Which books of the Bible are which Harry Potter books? I think we'll have a lot <laughs> more success in that regard. I don't even want to joke if we do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, where the fuck were we? <laughs> Listen, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the oh, oh, this is what I want to bring up. Does it feel to you kind of like they're talking about the Israelites almost like they're a fantasy race? Yes. Like, oh, let me tell you this fantastical story. And like, yes, it really happened, but like, there's definitely no, and I don't know if the right move would have been to like talk about this. I don't know what the right move is, but you don't get the sense that 
there's any connection between the Israelites in this story and like modern Jewish people. And I, I think that is maybe specifically done. Yeah. Right. And like on one hand, if you did make that connection, all the stuff I just said would probably be even worse, right? Because then you're like yeah. drawing that explicit connection between these people who disobeyed God and didn't listen to him and modern Jewish people. And that's no good. Yeah. Uh, for all the reasons I've, I've talked about. But on the other hand, by not doing it, it, it's like what we talked about a few times now, especially in the, the Chocolate Factory episode. Uh, it feels like you're kind of stealing another culture's mythology. Yes. This is a very hairy, difficult subject, and I don't really know the proper solution to it. Yeah, and... Other than I know VeggieTales definitely didn't find it. Yeah. And I don't think they think it's a hairy situation. No, gosh, no. Because, like, they are very much, like... I feel very cavalier with all of this. Yeah. Right. It's, these we, are stories in the uh, Bible. They believe in the Bible. They believe in these stories. These are their stories. What are you talking about? Yes. How, how can I appropriate stories from my own religion? Yes. And it's something, it's something that you've, ta- you've talked about where it's only kind of been recently where you've really thought about this. Yeah. It, it's honestly like doing this show and re- like trying to think through like, okay, I want to make sure I'm not insensitive. Like really... Th- this idea occurring to me, like, oh, wait a second, this is this is a much thornier subject than I have ever been encouraged to consider in my life. Ugh, hmm, huh. Yeah, it's yeah. like, this is maybe a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I And again, I don't know the right answer to it. Um, other than I know that VeggieTales also doesn't know the right answer to it. Yeah. Uh, oh, that it was something else I did want to bring up from that uh, silly song compilation. Uh, one of the other like shorts that Larry does is he's like, "Oh, welcome to the first ever VeggieTales business success video," and he's doing like he's in a suit. He's like, "I'm here to tell you about how to get zero money down on your new loan or whatever." Yeah. He reveals to Bob that he bought the chocolate factory. <laughs> oh my god! He has gone. He's fallen away from the Lord. I'm telling you. It. It's becoming increasingly canon. Larry the Cucumber's become a capitalist pig. (sighs) (laughs) This is kind of like seeing the fall of Kanye, but like in a different way. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, nope, you got it in one. (laughs) This is like this thing, but different. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, so yeah, because the uh, the Israelites were not willing to go into the promised land because they were scared of the giant babies, uh, God said, oh, all right, well, you know what? Maybe uh, no one gets to go into the promised land, though, for 40 years. How about that? Yeah. Huh. I, I will turn the salvation right around, mister. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they are stuck in the desert for 40 years. Um, they, they talk about it a little bit in this one, but like they survive because manna falls from heaven for them to eat. I don't know what manna is. I'm Uh, looking it up. The other thing that you get in Diablo other than health. All right. Shut the hell up. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh, it just says, let's see. 
Manna sometimes are archaically spelled manna is, according to the Bible, an edible substance which God provided for the Israelites. So it's literally, who knows? It's whatever they got to eat during this time. Yeah. All right. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, and, like, there is... I, is this one they mentioned that they were slaves? Uh, I think it comes up during the new musical number that's coming up. I mean, okay. they, they talk about how Moses freed them from slavery. Yeah. Um, and also, yeah, over the course of that 40 years, Moses died, and Joshua has become the new leader of the Israelites. Oh, yeah, it was before this, because I remember Junior Spares going, like, Oh, man, that's awful. I'm like, yes. It, <laughs> oh, right, when they're so slavery, slavery they were slaves. Usually is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, um, Bob mentions that it's time for them to go into the promised land, and the characters, the, the Israelites in the story hear Bob, because he's just there. Yeah, and and they're, like, sort of dressed up for the time. Right, yeah. Like, at some point, uh, Joshua, played by Larry, says, who are you? And Bob just says, I'm the narrator. And Joshua says, oh, okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> 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 Look, we can make it through this. We can make it through this. <laughs> uh, and they all break out into song and dance about how it's time to go to the promised land. This is definitely one of the songs. You mentioned it, too. I remember this one very clearly. Yes, I, like, had a enormous flashback when this came on. Yeah, yeah. They, the uh, promised land is gonna be so grand. <laughs> I hear it's flowing with milk and <laughs> honey. Sounds sticky. Yeah, that's that song. <laughs> yeah, and it's got like some Beauty and the Beast style imagery. Why are they all dancing around like cake and ice cream? Because that's what kids think the like the promised land would be. I guess so. Yeah, I guess. But like they don't set up that imagery at all. It just like cuts to a giant bowl of ice cream that they're all dancing around. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're all super jazzed, and uh, they head off. They've got the Ark of the Covenant with them, but I don't think anyone actually like talks about it ever. There is like one mention of like, oh yeah, you gotta use the Ark. Mm-hmm. Oh, when he's got the instructions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, like, other than that, it's, like, they don't make a big deal out of... Right, it's just there are four Ps carrying the Ark of the Covenant around. (laughs) You know, normal shit. Yeah. And, uh, then they, like, slam face first into the walls of Jericho. Uh, and that's where, like, our act break is. I'll say, I like the art design on Jericho. Yeah, it's a it's a good Jericho and it's like this giant brutalist like compound with like a big gong on it. I don't know, it's neat looking. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess they're just going to get the silly song out of the way quick this time. Yeah, it it like comes up like five minutes into the thing. <laughs> yeah, it's so fast. It's like wait, what? I was like, wait, am I halfway done? And then I was like, wait, no, that's <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, we get the the song of Cebu this time. Sabu. <laughs> uh, Larry has got you know a slide projector with a bunch of like hand drawn illustrations of Sabu's, which are kind of like cows. Yeah. And uh, the Gourds and Junior are just uh, kind of vibing, watching these yeah. slides. Mm-hmm. But he kind of keeps like dropping the song because vacation slides are mixed in. Yeah, uh, you get like, oh, there's one of me and my, you know, like Aunt Ruth. Yeah. And she has, like, a bandage on her 
chin area, and also yeah. like she's like miss, like half like she is half visible. Uh-huh. And I was like, wait, is this another beard joke? Is this? Yeah. Like I can't tell, but like they're. It's the same. It was Aunt Ruth before. Yeah. It. I had the same thought. Okay. Because Larry's looking at her like, eh. Hmm. Yeah, like, hmm, there is. But like, oh, hmm. But it's not like an explicit. No, it's not. But she has like, I mean, presumably that band-aid is from her shaving, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. That That's what it looks like the implication is. Which, but also, also Larry has it when he is with the bull. He has which, the exact same bandage after he bullfights in a couple frames. Yeah. So the I bull don't cut know. him saving. Yeah, yeah. Listen, bandages are hard to render. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it does not look like anyone's. You know what? No, they're different bandages. Oh shit. They're they're similar looking, but they're not the same. Damn. Yeah. So that's supposed to be like a shaving bandage. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird, and, like, the fact that he's creeped out by her, even though she has evidence of having shaved, almost makes it seem more transphobic to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's... Like, if it was just that she's a woman with a beard, like, it's still shitty that they're being shitty about that. But then it's like, well, now that problem has been solved, and Larry still looks creeped out by her. What's the implication there? And, like, I guess... Like, the simple and non-transphobic one would just be like, oh, it's that aunt you hate. Sure. In, like, the same way sometimes people make, you know, mother-in-law jokes. Sure. But, yeah, it's just... It's weird. And, like I, like you, you said, like, the fact that they keep hitting on that with this specific character... Yeah. Makes it more suspect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, are we gonna anyway. find out at some point that like is someone gonna do some digging for us and discover that like Phil Vischer had a trans aunt? Yeah, or something. Yeah. Uh, but a part of this I actually do like. Uh yeah. Go is, ahead. Uh, the asparagus ma- uh, Archibald yes. shows up and is like, hold, you know, he's like, hold on, hold on, this is too silly. What is this? Yeah. What's like- a sabu? Well, he's not, that's not even his concern. He's, I mean, he's asking those questions, but he's like, wait, no, you just dropped the song, like, partway through, and now you're just showing vacation slides. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, like, it's like, this is shoddy showmanship. He's like, first of all, yeah, these slides aren't that high of production value. I expect more from you, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Where's all your, high, your highfalutin sets that you always make? And you're like... And he's like, I don't know. It's, you know, I'm, I'm more focused on the, the chocolate factory is... Right? Yeah. Give more time. Yeah. Larry is not devoting the appropriate amount of time to VeggieTales anymore. Or the Lord. Yeah, e- exactly. I mean, they're the same thing as far as this universe is concerned. <laughs> yes. Um, but he's like, oh, yeah, no, Sabu's like, it's, it's like a cow. And they, he has a little slide of, like, a cow and Sabu next to each other. And it's basically a cow without spots. It's, it's like a humpbacked cow. Yes. And Herschel's like, all right, then continue on. Yeah. This might be interesting. <laughs> like he's like, uh, and then he kind of tells a whole story of the they're about like this canoe full of the boy and the sabus yeah. are, is about to hit a hippo and blah 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 blah. Yeah, but then it derails again. And then it derails again. He shows a photo of presumably something uh, lewd. Oh right, yeah. 
Because <laughs> we just get the cameras like looking out from the projector and it's like, <gasps> and they're just like, ooh, don't know how that one got in there. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, like I think he's like, forgot that I put that one in there. <laughs> yeah. It's just Larry doing <laughs> that George Costanza like uh, glamour shot from that one episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, please someone make fan art of that for me. <laughs> People have been making Christian memes, which I appreciate. We've gotten some Christian memes, and they're delightful. I, I really like the last one of Louis has become Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> I think I missed that one. You might need to link me. Yeah, no, it was on our uh, Discord. Oh, okay. Maybe I just missed it. Anyway, uh, yeah, so it falls apart again. Archibald comes out. He's mad. Everyone is like, I want my money back. Yeah, it's like that. You know, they have that shoddy showmanship. Yeah, and yeah, it just kind of like peters out. Yeah, kind of like this. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. But yeah, we're back into the story of Jericho. And yeah, this was made by uh, Fresh Rush on our Discord. I think also Rush of Nowhere on. Okay. Okay. Uh. And I'm just going to link it to you. Oh, through. yeah, I see it now. Yeah. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that does raise a point, though. Larry, like, fell off the bandwagon after meeting Buzzsaw Louie. Ooh. So, this, hmm. I guess here's my question. Is it that Larry saw Buzzsaw Louie, who is their universe's savior... And said, well, this yeah. is dumb. It's a toy with a buzzsaw. To hell with this. Or is Larry the only, like, is Larry disaffected because everyone else has been ensorcelled by Buzzsaw Louie? Does he think the Buzzsaw Louie is perhaps not a true savior? A false idol. An antichrist. <laughs> I can't name an episode uh, Buzzsaw <laughs> Louie is the is, is the savior and then Buzzsaw Louie is the antichrist. I can't do that. <laughs> you could um, name an episode. I can't name an episode Buzzsaw Louie is the antichrist, though. I could. <laughs> um, I guess this could be a, a Doubting Lawrence situation. Right, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I like the idea that or possibly Larry has become disillusioned because the the savior that God sent to them was not in their own image that's true yeah 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 even when having to be kind of contorted through into this dimension right this world it still resembles that of a, a human being yeah 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 and maybe this Larry has finally realized that he is be- that they are beyond saving. Oh, so he's just he's given over to a life of sin. Yes, <laughs> which involves uh, buying up an evil chocolate factory and also uh, sleeping in, <laughs> sleeping in, and launching a multimedia superhero campaign. Yes, like what's more evil than Disney? Lots of things actually, but they're pretty evil. But they're they're, they're pretty bad. They're up there. They're just listen. The I, they're not. They haven't maxed out their dark side points. Even if they're 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 high enough to get the bad ending, but that doesn't mean they're maxed out. Yeah, they they haven't grown the full devil horns. They're not fucking fables. Nestle. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Luke. Nestle is just. 
Listen, it would just be too darn expensive to make sure they're not using slave labor. It's okay that they sent death squads to places. Yeah, that's fine. Listen, enjoy your coke. Yeah. God, I hate everything. The world is just bad. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I've been watching some, some more Good Place, and it's their whole, like, it is impossible to be good because everything is so complicated. Yeah. It's really hitting. It hits. My, like, one of my few beefs with The Good Place is that it, like, comes right up to the edge of just saying there's no ethical consumption under capitalism and then kind of shies away from it. Yeah. Like, come on, you you can see the logical endpoint of the points you're making. Don't fucking like, commit to the bit, y'all. Yeah, like it seems like the way that they are going is like, well, we need to change like how the points are ranked rather than like, right? We need to change the world to be. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, like we need to make our allowance for like, make it more about what people intend rather than what the consequences are <laughs> right and that's that's not a good solution no no anyway this is <laughs> the good place good show yeah it it gets its morality still better than veggie tales oh, it, between the two i would say the good place is a much better piece of christian media even though it's not explicitly christian uh and in some cases, like, uh, it very clearly, explicitly not Christian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, we, we return to the walls of Jericho. Yes. Uh, and we, I, I said before, I thought the French peas were pretty obviously modeled after the Frenchmen from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. And they've really just confirmed that as hard yeah. as they could this time. It's her, these are just recurring characters that are just based on <laughs> a popular movie character. Like, this is, like, this whole episode is just an excuse for them to write their own version of that bit from Monty Python. Did you see, did you think that they were, like, really loving that Monty Python movie until God showed up and they were like, wait a minute? Ah, <laughs> oh, gosh. I, th- I think Phil Vischer's the kind of person that is, like, okay with that. Because he knows, like, well, he'd be like, <laughs> I mean, obviously that's blasphemous, but it's funny. That kind of thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the vibe I get, at least. I, I think he's the kind of person to be like, oh, it's just jokes. It's fine. It's fine. It's just jokes. It's just jokes. Which is, you know, probably the same defense he would use against some of the criticisms we've levied at him. Yes. I'm sure if he ever heard that whole conversation about, like, it, are you making fun of a trans woman? It, he would just be like, you guys, you guys are too fucking much. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. And or, I, I use guys in that term. Uh-huh, yeah. Or, you know, the half dozen times we've accused him of being an anti-Semite. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're just doing the whole thing back and forth about, you know, the, the French guards and they're being like well it's very much like joshua tells them like hey um god told us we could have this land so you guys gotta go and, and honestly the their are, reaction seems entirely reasonable which is well we have a wall so yeah like n- no we're not going anywhere what no 
yeah, we we, we have built a city here. Yeah. <laughs> so just uh, move on. <laughs> right. And while they're arguing, uh, one of the pieces. You're not-, not even asking to be let, let in. You're asking for us to leave our home. Right. Uh, and while they're arguing, one of the peas accidentally knocks over their slushy, and it gets all over, uh, it, like, falls on one of their heads. Yeah. Like, one like of the, uh, Jerry's. Yes. I think that's his name. Uh, I remember the slushies, like, very vividly. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like, just, like, their look and, like, the consistency of them in this. <laughs> Let me point something out. Because, right. like, like, the slushies are very sparkly, right? I think yes. try, probably should try and make them look like they've got like ice crystals in them or whatever. Mm-hmm. You've been playing some Death Stranding. Yeah. Don't you think it like Sam's blood in that game when he bleeds in that first cutscene kind of is has the same sparkly texture to it? Yeah. <laughs> Sam kind of bleeds Veggie Tail slushies, huh? Yeah. <laughs> These peas do great against the BTs. <laughs> You just throw a slushy at a BT and it's Oh, that'd be so much better than the game that exists. Someone, once that game comes to PC, I'm gonna need that mod. Isn't it already on PC? No, it's coming out uh, next year on PC. Oh, okay. Like summertime. Oh, yeah, because people got mad about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we live in hell. Uh-huh. And the idea of a co- something coming out on more than one, like platform. Yeah, the the idea that other people might be able to enjoy a thing is bad? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and so, anyway, uh, all of the Israelites are like, man, this fucking sucks. We should go, you know, back to the fucking desert. And some of them are like, we should go back to Egypt. Yeah. Yeah, the, the paw grape uh, Israel is like, why don't we just go back to Egypt? We were slaves, but you know what? You got plenty of exercise. Yeah. <laughs> Which, okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, Joshua, uh, walks off, Ask you know, he's gonna go talk to God. Yeah. And he, like, you know, Kind of waiting in the middle of nowhere. It's very much like that scene where Gaunt, where Kermit goes to talk to uh, himself. The yeah. Muppet movie. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. You know just, that. That's my Bible. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't either. I yeah. can't anyway, help you out of this one. Anyway, the asparagus shows up and is like in armor. Yes. And he is a, a messenger from God. He is the soldier of God. And yeah, he's like the leader with, of God's armies. Yes, Joshua immediately uh, falls face down to the ground. Yeah, a lot of the dialogue in the scene is quoting directly from the Bible. Yes, I'm guessing because Archibald is supposed to be playing like they don't call him an angel, but you know he's a messenger from God. I, I'm guessing they didn't want to put words in. That kind of character's mouth. Yeah. Uh, although they do a little bit, because Joshua prostrates himself and then, like, says his line, and then Archibald's like, I can't understand you because you're laying down with your face in the dirt. And, like, 
Joshua says, like, I, I, like he kind of picks his head up. It's like, I asked what the, yeah, you know, messenger of God had to say, say to me. And he's like, oh, you're, you really said that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you cared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Archibald gives him the instructions from God, which uh, are basically to... For the next six days, you have to march around the city of Jericho with the Ark and with uh, horns from, uh, like, trumpets made of goat's horns. And uh, then on the seventh day, march around the city walls seven times and then blow your horns and the whole army yells and that'll make the walls of the city collapse. Yeah. And uh, Larry goes back to camp. And explains all of this to the other Israelites, and they're like, well, that's stupid. I've got a better idea. Why don't we just, like, kill them? Yeah, why don't we just fucking go in and... Have they built a rocket by this point? Yes. Yeah, they've built, like, an intercontinental ballistic missile. Well, (laughs) it's a a silo that they've attached, like, some fireworks at the end. Well, yeah. (laughs) Listen, they're in the desert. They don't have a lot to work with. But they have built a rocket. Yeah, this is the rocket that Iron Man would build. (laughs) Yeah, uh uh-huh, with a box of scraps. Uh, And Junior Asparagus is like, oh no, don't they know that they're disobeying God again? And uh, eventually Joshua sings a not very good song about how they should just uh, listen to God and do it God's way. Because that's more important than doing it your way. And it's, like, uh, it's God's way or the highway. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do things God's way. It's God's way. <laughs> uh, so they, they're swayed by his musical abilities, and they decide to go march around Jericho. Yeah. Uh, I do like the French Peas song that they sing. Yeah, that's a good... It, the French peas are, you know, we said that they are basically just copies from Monty Python, but yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're copies of that bit from Monty Python, and you know what? It's a pretty good bit. Yeah. Uh, the one pea is singing the song at the beginning, and then he, like, finishes it, and he turns to his friend, and he's like, Jean-Claude, would you like to help me sing my obnoxious song? I would love to. <laughs> it's like weirdly heartfelt, and then they start yeah. singing this annoying song again. It's it's funny. It really does seem like to be a problem that all of the songs that are supposed to be like, hey, here's the real emotional like core of this episode. Yeah, they all suck. They all suck, and then the villain song's like, this is great. Yeah. Well, I feel like, you know, villain songs are always like kind of, they're always more showy and more like bombastic. Right. But like, the like normal songs should still be pretty good. Like well, the, the, like, the yeah. Like um, I'm trying to think of a good like what's a Disney song with a good villain song. So like I was thinking specifically uh, Little Mermaid because that has Poor Unfortunate Souls, which is a great song. It, that, that's a great song, but like also it, I would say that's of, the third or fourth most memorable song from Little Mermaid. Yeah, like part of your world is yeah, which is like her, you know, I want song is like the the part of that. Yeah, that's the one like under the sea. Yeah, which that's a weird one. Yeah, because like that that to me is like the song from Little Mermaid, but it's like a song about like oh give up on your dreams and just live here. 
Yeah, they, they made it too catchy. Like, out of context, it's a song about how fun and cool the ocean is, but in context, it's about, listen, don't want things, just enjoy your life and never ask for more. I mean, yeah, like, I think it serves that purpose in the, in context, but... Yeah, no, definitely. It's just funny that, like, yeah, I don't know. It, it has turned into one of, like, the songs that they always play at, like... yeah. Parades or what the fuck ever. <laughs> right. Oh, it, like, are you trying to think of a Disney's one where it's, like, the villain song is, like, way well, more well-known than I, I guess other. so, yeah. Uh, but I'm trying to think of ones that, like, also have, like, good, good guy songs in them. Even if the villain song is, like, really well-loved. Because, like, the, the villain song from The Princess and the Frog is the only part of that movie anyone remembers. Yes, I I like her I want song, but I also understand that not many people other than me know it. Yeah, it, is that the one where like she's imagining the restaurant like yeah. coming to life? That's a good song. Yeah, two good songs and a pretty bad movie. Ew. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of racist movie. Another movie where they turn black people into something that is not human. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And it's all saved by like an altruistic rich white guy. Yeah. That's great. That's great. <sighs> this fucking, like, southern plantation owner, but... Yeah, yeah, but he's, he's a good, good guy. Though. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. We're getting, uh, getting too, really, like, punchy yeah. on this one. <laughs> and we can be punched, but we're getting distracted by the punchy. <laughs> we sure are. Uh, speaking of punchy, that's not what the Israelites are doing to the walls of Jericho. They're not punching us hey. one time. Uh, but yeah, as the peas are singing their song, like a whole bunch of them run in to join in, and they're all just start dumping slushies uh, yeah. on them. They, they have now decided that slushies are their trademark weapon. <laughs> yeah, I kind of assumed when I went to read the the Book of Joshua that like the slushies were going to be a stand-in for, like, oh, they were pouring boiling oil over the walls or something. You know, like, you see that in old medieval stories yeah. and stuff. No, uh-uh. <laughs> oh, is it, is it just nothing? It's just nothing. Oh. Like, let me tell you how this story goes in the Bible. Uh, there's a whole thing where it's it's time to go to the promised land. Joshua gathers everyone up. There's first a big thing where they have to cross the Jordan River, and it's kind of like a parallel to the part of the Red Sea, because the river just, like, runs dry long enough for them to cross it and then starts flowing again. Hmm. Uh, and then they send some scouts ahead to Jericho. Uh, they stay at the house of a prostitute who hides them in on, like, her roof when, like, people from, like, like Jericho guards or, like, soldiers come to look for them. And mm-hmm. they tell her that, like, all right, cool, you helped out, you helped us out, so... We're going to murder literally this entire city, but we're going to spare your family. Cool. Uh, and then <laughs> they like the scouts regroup with everyone. Joshua goes out to pray. Before they even get to Jericho, Joshua goes out to... I always find it to- weird how like, sex workers seem mostly positively portrayed. In- <laughs> I mean, eh, you know. <laughs> uh, I, I guess it's more like there's the, the whore for the hotter girl that they always, like, that trope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, Joshua goes, like, out to the desert. That scene happens with the, the messenger from the Lord. He comes back, he explains it. He doesn't even explain it. He's just like, alright, this is what we're doing. And then everyone goes and does it, and then Jericho falls apart. 
and they kill everybody okay. except for the prostitute's family. And that that's the whole story, the end. All right. Listen, it's it's pretty short in the Bible. Yeah, I can see why they didn't want to include the like the prostitute bit. To, yeah, yeah, because to, yeah, to you kind of have to that out. The, there's a lot of war and conquest and slaughter in the Bible that would not necessarily be appropriate for little kids. Hmm. Uh, but also, like, we'll get to it. The city collapses in this version. A lot of peas die off screen. Yeah. <laughs> they you still assume. kill all those peas. Yeah. Only two peas seem to escape. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we know there's, and, like, at least a couple dozen. Yeah. And, you know, they're walking out into the desert. Who knows? Right. What is going to happen to them as they leave. Exactly. But anyway, uh, they they get around the city for the first day. They're all covered in slushy. They're mad. They're tired. Yeah. Uh, Jerry's like... Uh, Joshua's like, okay, we can just keep doing this and it'll be good. Yeah, like, hey, you like, know, no. today was rough, but, hey, one down, six to go, right? And Jerry's like, no, fuck this. I got slushy in my ear? Yeah. Which is, like, another line I have, like, very strong memory of. Uh-huh. Just his delivery of, I've got slushy in my ear. <laughs> yeah, Which yeah. Does does raise questions. Yeah, uh-huh. What ear? There is a bit earlier that we skipped. Did... Yeah, what? I, I think I know what you're saying. Where I, I forget if it's when the rocket is being shown off for the first time, or if it's when Joshua like sings to them. But they all burst out into into applause, and then it cuts to Paw Grape and his son, and they go, "How are we clapping?" He goes, "I don't know." <laughs> How do we type with boxing gloves on? Uh, and so, yeah, they. they is this when they are like, now nah, we're done? Uh, yeah, they're, they're all ready to just give up. And, like, Paul yeah. Grape's ready to pack up, go to Egypt. Jerry's ready to just go use his rocket. Uh, yeah, Paul Grape says that he, you know, is putting together a tour group for the... Yeah, uh-huh. For Egypt. And, uh, it seems like it's all falling apart. Joshua's lost control. But Junior Asparagus runs out and says, don't you see you're doing the same thing that got you banished from the promised land in the first place? You, you gotta listen to God, even if what he tells you to do seems weird. Seems like wussy shit. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta listen to God, even if like your own moral compass is telling you that you should probably uh, not hate gay people. <laughs> listen, we can't. Yeah, I know. I mean, we could. We but could, like, but yeah. <laughs> this episode is all about, hey, follow all of God's words. Yeah, And yeah. specifically, the words they tell you at church. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, Junior sings a reprise of Joshua's bad song, and it, it rallies everybody, because um, these Israelite characters just can't like, do what God tells them to until this Christian boy tells them to listen to God. Yeah. Again, there was no doubting of God's plan in the Bible story version. Yep. There's just... Mm, I don't think it's intentional, but I do not think they thought through some of the implications of this story. 
Yeah, it's... Oof. Yeah. And it says something about how bad those implications are that we have not mentioned. The staggering... (laughs) Implications of this world. Oh, (laughs) do you mean that they time-traveled? Yes, it's like... Before this, like... The, I think the only person who was, like, kind of interact with them was Joshua was, like, in, like, the I'm the narrator thing. Uh. You could argue that Joshua, you know, a, a man of the of God who talks to angels and stuff, maybe he could just see a bit, you know, beyond. <laughs> yeah. Maybe things are shown to him that uh, most men don't see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, this is... Right. Uh, a little boy who usually wears a sideward, sideward's baseball cap. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Spit the truth about God yes. to some Israelites. Yep. And I, I guess, you know, according to... Well, okay. Here's here's possibly the out. It's not an out, but Bob does keep <laughs> insisting they're using their imagination, which means that it's only in Junior Asparagus's, uh delusions of grandeur that... Uh, the Israelites in the Bible need his help in order to do what God tells them to do. Uh, Junior Asparagus is going to grow up to be a pros- uh, prosperity gospel. <laughs> I believe it. Uh, that tracks. Uh, uh, so yeah, they, yeah. They, they go back to Jericho and it's kind of a montage of them walking all around and... They get, you know, slushies thrown at them the entire time. Yeah. Uh, and they get to the last day, and you see the horn players, who really hadn't made a super big uh, appearance yet, and they are all basically styled like blues musicians, like jazz musicians. Yeah, they play when the saints come marching in, which just, mm, just keep hammering home the weird, like, imposing Christianity on this Jewish story, huh? Yeah. Just, mm. Yeah. And yeah, everyone yells, and nothing seems to happen, and the peas start to laugh, but then, like, a brick pops out of place, and then the whole city collapses. Yeah, and there's a, like, bathtub, because that's the normal cartoon thing. Right. And like we said, there is just a, a big puddle of pea soup under all that rubble. Yep. Just a bunch of pea juice leaking out under one of the rocks. Yeah, yeah. Pea I do juice like it, may... It, 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 oh, go ahead. I was just going to say that pea juice may be one of the worst phrases I've said. Yeah, I was going to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the Bible version, one thing I do like is that uh, when they stay at that, that prostitute's house, she says, like, listen, everyone in the region is kind of terrified of you guys because we heard about how your god parted the Red Sea, and we really don't want to fuck with that. <laughs> we really just mm, We're real worried about what you're gonna do to us On account of Your god does stuff like that for you And he's like yeah you should be Yeah he's like, yeah, you should be But you know what you're cool <laughs> uh, And yeah that, that's basically the end of the story Yeah um... it, it is worth noting uh, There is basically no Archaeological evidence that any kind of battle between uh, the Israelites and Jericho happened. Uh, I mean, well, it wasn't really a battle. Uh, during the time period when this story would supposedly be taking place, the city of Jericho was long abandoned. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. 
you know. Uh, I, I, I'm skimming Wikipedia to try and remember things I read earlier, but it was like this this book was written hundreds of years after these events, and it probably had a lot more to do with the politics of the time it was written in than with being mm-hmm. like an accurate historical record. And like more about like, hey, here's this story about how we have like divine right to this land and like what happened the last time someone tried to question that. Yeah. And divine right to land is always. <laughs> yeah. Authority subjects. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, when I do not feel capable of handling at this moment. No, let's, let's not. Why don't we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, the, we have yes. the ending. I, I really thought Larry was going to show up eventually in this episode. Yeah. Like, coming at the end, like, oh, guys, I overslept. Yeah. But no, he's just not here. I mean, he comes in at the very end. Wait, does he? Yeah, you missed that. I must have. Yeah, like, after they leave, Larry shows up with, like, a sleeping cap. Oh, shit, I totally... Yeah, I turned it off before that. Ugh. <laughs> 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 Well, all right then. But uh, yeah, uh, Bob and Junior are ready to talk about what they learned today, and yeah. uh, the song starts. Mm-hmm. And Bob is gonna go try to break the machine again, I guess. But a slushy comes in from off screen because the French peas like the song and want to hear it. We like the annoying song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like that everybody likes the song except for Bob. And, like, even, like, then, he's, like, kind of, like, jamming to he's it. He's starting to get get it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we, uh, Junior Asparagus goes, like, yeah, like, he, uh, they're talking about the, the kid who punched that other kid. Yeah. He's, like, and maybe what he really wants is a friend. Oh, right. It's like, yeah, listen, I know you probably want to hit him back, but probably what you should do is be his friend. And, like... Why are you trying to get kids beat up, VeggieTales? <laughs> yeah, I, I immediately went, oh, that kid tried that, and he immediately got punched again. Yeah, uh-huh. Like, oh, my God. Got like, <laughs> I under, like, hmm. That's an especially weird lesson to take from this Bible story, because it's, they don't, like, attack Jericho, but they do. It's, it's, it is not turning the other cheek. They don't turn the other cheek. And in the Bible, they do attack Jericho. This is just to get the walls down so they can go in and slaughter every man, woman, and child. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Mm. Well, I guess that's what we learned today. Yeah. <laughs> in his book... <laughs> Like, yeah, no, I, I've never felt, like, immediate, like, oh, no. Right. Uh, and then our, our uh, quotation is from uh, 2 Samuel 2231a. Yeah. As for God, his way is perfect. Yep. Again. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, I am looking up the, the context of that now. I'm going to go, I'm backing up to, let's see, verse 26 from 31. This is this is all like a poem. Uh, Dave, uh, all right, the intro to this chapter is, David sang to the Lord the words of this song when the Lord delivered him from the hand of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul. And let's see here. Uh, to the faithful, you show yourself faithful. To the blameless, you show yourself blameless. To the pure, you show yourself pure. 
But to the devious, you show yourself shrewd. You save the humble, but your eyes are on the haughty to bring them low. You, Lord, are my lamp, and Lord turns my darkness into light. Uh, with your help, I can advance against a troop. With, uh, with my God, I can scale a wall. As for God, his way is perfect. The Lord's word is flawless. He shields all who take refuge in him. Uh, for who is God besides the Lord, and who is the rock except our God? So, like, it's... They're not misapplying that verse per se, but it's much more about, like... It's not about do what God tells you to do. It's about, like, God will protect you, and, like, if you... You know what I mean? It's much yeah. less. Uh, it also goes like the context of that goes against their like f- their whole weird like just be friends like just yeah. <laughs> and like, listen, I by all means like especially for kids like don't probably don't escalate that situation. But like, also you are allowed to not put yourself in dangerous situations. <laughs> Yeah, like, you, you are allowed to just, like, hey, maybe don't hang out with that kid. Yeah, you're, you're allowed to have boundaries and to, like, d- demand that your personal safety is respected. And, like, I'm gonna say if a kid hits you, like, maybe don't hit him back in revenge, like, three days later. I think you're entitled to protect yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. That's a bad lesson, VeggieTales. Yeah, it's not surprising that they're bad at lessons still. Yeah. Like, yikes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just glad that we both had the exact same reaction to it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Anyway, uh, do we have questions? We do have questions. Uh... I talked about, uh, you know, it's the time to break down the walls of Jericho. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and so I, I warned Luke already that half of these are going to be wrestling-related. Uh, Emily Lundford says, you can't fool me, that's just a Boston crab. <laughs> okay. Because that's what the... You warned me that there's going to be a lot of wrestling references that I'm not going to get, so I I might just pretend to laugh at these. Okay, yeah, fair. Okay. (laughs) Uh, At Michael of Rabbits, because the Israelites break uh, bring down the walls of Chris Jericho. Uh huh. uh -huh. Yeah, he's pretty old. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, he's pretty old and fascist. So yeah. (laughs) Uh. From that fire princess, speaking of the Wall Street Coast, do you have any favorite wrestling maneuvers? I'm a big fan of the shooting star press mess, personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I can begin to a good cutter or a inverted DDT. Those are my two favorites. Yeah, yeah, same. All right, thank you, Luke. <laughs> uh, from at Dora Mingu, what's your favorite slushy? Do you ever mix flavors? And if so, Ooh. ever regret such a combination? <laughs> I do not have a lot of slushies. I have yeah. not had a lot of slushies in my life. I live next to, like, not next next to, but extremely close to uh, a 7-Eleven, and I still don't get a lot of slushies. Part of that is because I live in Seattle, where it's cold. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, y- yes, it, it, if I get a slushie, it's usually of, like, the blueberry or raspberry flavor. Yeah, yeah, I feel like slushies in general are just kind of too sugary. 
Yeah, it, that may also just like uh, be a part of me getting older. Uh huh. Definitely. Mm-hmm. What else we got? Um, another one from at Dormingu. If Goob protested you by walking around your house apartment building for several days, how would you negotiate with them? In this hypothetical scenario, just what are they protesting demanding in the first place? Hmm. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I what I was kind of th- thinking is, like, obviously they want to, a place to live. Right. That's what the Israelites wanted. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And I, I would say, listen, we all, we all live in a capitalist hellscape. Yeah. Uh, right now, I'd have to pay a landlord, but I, I think if we could work together to make public housing more frequent, you know, more uh, widespread, and also yeah. make housing a basic human right, I think we can do this. Right. I, I would tell them, listen, there's more unoccupied homes in America than there are homeless people. Go storm one of those doors, please. Yes, I... There are more of us than they are of them. Yeah. I'll I'll come with you. I'll come with you. Let's yeah. go. No, yeah. yeah. Hannibal Barres can't fight all of us. <laughs> uh, and I, I've seen, I saw that match with CM Punk. He ain't shit. <laughs> Wait, did he? Did Hannibal Barres fight CM Punk? No, uh, CM Punk is also a landlord. And oh. He fought in UFC and then got his ass kicked and now is back in wrestling. Ah. Uh. Um, from at uh, Melodious Shark, where's the promised land for lesbians? I mean, lesbos, that's kind of yeah. obvious. Yeah, that's fair. You got it. Uh, Pot Please also asked us about a favorite flavor of slushy. Uh, Girly Alter Egos asks, what other sketch comedy gags would translate well to re- religious content for children? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the the slushy bit is especially like kind of like, you know, you can't do that on television kind of yeah, thing. The sliming. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to I want more people going through very obviously fake walls. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sure, sure. I want... Alright, this is not really in the spirit of the question, but the thought came into my head and now I have to do it. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, uh, if they put out a VeggieTales right after the 2016 election, which VeggieTale would be playing the piano? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating my tongue so I don't have to speak anymore. <laughs> I'm so mad at you. That's fair. I'm so mad at you. <laughs> it's the question. <laughs> it's Larry. <laughs> yeah, it would be Larry, wouldn't it? Larry's with her. <laughs> Oh, God. Bob's with Biden. (laughs) Junior's Yang gang all the way. Yeah. 
There's no, there's no birdie. <laughs> there's no, no. The leftist you get is is a Warren at most. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like post walk back you Warren, not <laughs> right. Uh huh. I hope someone's listening to this in like the future, and they just don't know any of these people's names. <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck are you people talking about? What the fuck is a Yang gang? <laughs> <laughs> You know, that one's going to get, like, multiple pages in the history books? No, I, I... Someone said ASAP Rocky's name in a congressional hearing today. Yep, that did happen. And so, he's in the history books now, so I really appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, from Ed, an actual Pokemon... At my middle school, kids in the home ec class managed the slushy machine and sold slushies to the kid in health and music classes. One option was to add pickle juice. Oh. Our school was sponsored by Coca-Cola. Is this doing anything for you? <laughs> <laughs> not really, but thank you for that story. Yeah, not, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I appreciated it, but I don't really have anything to add to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from at Rush of Nowhere, you ever think about those slushy makers from commercials where you had to put ice, magic ice cube in and shake vigorously for like an hour? What's the most cursed beverage you could slushy out of the, uh, out of with that thing? I think pickle juice is the... Yeah, those. yeah, you kinda, yeah. It was answered then asked. I mean, you know, I, I could give a, like, boring answer like the, the sarcophagus juice or like a Tide Pod, but no, it's pickle juice. yeah. The red liquid from, uh, <laughs> uh, the red blood liquid from under the, that just filled up that basement. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Blood liquid is just blood. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then, last one from at Ice Cream Jones, what's the best Fosse song? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It's Judas in my mind. <laughs> All right. All right, Luke. Uh, what can people find you online? Uh, you can find me... Oh, no, we had an email. Oh, okay. Uh, at VeggieTakes at gmail.com. If you have any comments or corrections, uh, you can send those to VeggieTakes at gmail.com. We have one uh, here from uh, Daniel Silva, who sent in a previous email. Hi again. As I was listening to the latest episode, Buzzsaw Jesus, I found myself two contrasting theories about Bob, Larry, and Junior's existence in this episode. Theory A, we know that this takes place in the same setting as Rackshack and Benny, and we know Wally P. Nezer is a brother to Nebby K. Nezer. It was also theorized during the RSB episode that Rackshack and Benny were taken from their parents at a very young age. Therefore, it is plausible that Bob, Larry, and Junior are long-last siblings to Rackshack and Benny who got separated at some point. Hmm. Hmm. I like that theory. Theory B. To the best of my memory, Junior's parents never show up in the episode, and assuming it's a different Junior than the one typically shown in the show, it is possible that Bob and Larry are Junior's adoptive parents and they were taking him out sledding when they first show up in this episode. Obviously, this can't work with Theory A, as Bob and Larry are also children in Theory A. Uh, Theory B does not work. Uh, Dad Asparagus minimum shows up in the the Christmas episode. Mm -hmm. So so I'm, I'm sorry about that. Theory A, I can't refute. No, I th- I like that one. Yeah, I, you, you might be onto something there. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep up the good work, and I excitedly await the next episode. Thank you. That's very nice. Yeah, thank you. Uh, anyway, you can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. 
Uh, you can find other shows I do on AudioEntropy.com, including uh, Teenagers with Attitude, which is all about Power Rangers, but probably won't really be about Power Rangers until the new year. We're taking a break. Yeah. We're, we just ended a big season. We're, we're, we want to start off the new year with Power Rangers Turbo. So, you know. Yeah, I'm uh, sure you guys will find some bullshit. To- <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> Uh, we also have Totally Reprise, which I do with uh, Ashley and our friend Molly. Now that is ending ending. That is ending ending in like a couple weeks. It would be ending like the week. It would have ended the week you're hearing this if we didn't miss a week. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it'll be ending next week. Yeah. Uh, and you can also listen to Let's Place, which is a podcast where we rank every video game ever made. If you have any interest in going to PAX South uh, this January, we're going to be doing a live episode of that. Uh, that's going to be January 17th at 2.30 p.m. Central Time. <sighs> anyway, what about you, Ashley? You can find me at your area librarian with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. Uh, you can also find me at AudioNGP with all of those uh, great, great podcast that luke mentioned and other ones such as it's a podcast after all which is about theme parks uh or transmission radio we haven't really recorded a new one of those in a while but all that backlog so good um and past that uh yeah you can find me at hyenacackle.com i'll be putting up my game of the year list soonish uh for when you're hearing this nice so if you want to see all my hot takes uh, that's the place to go. Uh, uh, my Patreon corn. Uh, my Patreon is, of course, at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Yeah. Give Ashley some money and you can get these episodes early. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's it. And uh, until our next episode, remember that God made you special. He loves you very much. And so and do so we. Do we. Yeah. Yeah. Potatoes up and down the produce aisle.